What's going on, ladies and gents? Robert Sykes, KetoSavage.com, and today I have special guest Barton Scott on the line, and we're going to dive into all things electrolytes. How are you, Barton? Hey, great to be here. Awesome to have you, man. We met at KetoCon. And let's just get a little background here. You you came up to me. I don't remember what, what started the conversation, but you started talking to me about electrolytes and immediately had my interest because there's so much confusion around electrolytes um, and just how to optimize and manipulate them to kind of really improve your performance. So give me a little background on, on you and kind of what brought you into this space and what makes you an expert on electrolytes in the first place. Absolutely. So... There's a, there's a lot of things that, that I could talk about, but I guess just in terms of training, uh, I'd, I'd studied nutrition since I was you know 12 or 13, but it wasn't until I went through chemical engineering and then I started to think in terms of nutrition, but with the lens of, of chemistry um, and chemical engineering. So what, uh, what I eventually did really a uh, necessity uh, with my fixing my own health was <clears throat> I first I, I did a hair analysis and it was the first actionable test I'd, I'd ever done. Mm-hmm. And I'd done a lot of testing. I'd spent a lot of money on testing uh, because I was fit, but I was, I was not healthy. So there's a, there's a big difference, as you know, I'm sure, uh, in having a six pack and <laughs> being healthy. Right. And they're, sometimes they're, they're one and the same, sometimes they're not, right? So, um, and the thing is, is when you're really fit, you feel like you have no room to complain because maybe you're more fit than all your friends. So uh, what, I, what I did eventually was figured out how to make minerals, including electrolytes like magnesium and potassium, absorb a lot better uh, without digestion. So it sounds really complicated, but just, you just have to get them small enough to get into the red blood cell, into the mitochondria so they can go to work for you without having to be digested. And, and then I realized, well, you know, a lot of people won't either understand the science, maybe they won't believe the science, and I want them to try it because I know it's going to make a huge difference. So what if we used hair testing and we did a before and after for them, uh, or that was an option for them at least, they could buy the, the products, but they could, they could more importantly test before and after and, and supplement in between only what they needed and see those levels move in the direction they want. So that's some of what we'll talk about today. I love it. I love it. I feel like, you know, electrolytes, especially if you're on the keto diet, you know, you hear the, you know, quote unquote, keto flu, and you know, it's electrolyte related, you don't really know what to manipulate. Um, But if you if you do things incorrectly, you wind up just feeling terrible. And if you just simply mitigate that by, you know, having the proper electrolyte levels, it makes all the difference in the world. So I'm excited to dive into what can be like what levers can be adjusted um and i didn't i didn't even know that you could use hair testing as a as a means to 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 do this when you came up to me and we were talking to ketocon you handed me this envelope and you were like all right just cut some of your hair stick it in here and mail it back to me <laughs> and uh, we, we test your electrolytes and i'm just like listening to you like okay this guy is crazy um, but then i'm like this makes perfect sense you you kept talking i'm like, okay this is this is intriguing for sure um, so that was a whole story in itself. Like I, I was here, uh, at the, at the compound trying to figure out, had my wife cut my armpit hair and had one of my employees bring it to the mailbox. So <laughs> ship my hair off to you. And we just got the results back today. So I'm excited to dive into 
what these numbers mean and, and how they can be changed. Absolutely. You know, one, a, a deep emotional reason why I do this and why I think a lot of people are drawn to this is that, you know, really when you think about doctors um, and you think about going and get your blood drawn, um, it's so interesting because, <laughs> you know, a lot of people from a psychological perspective will avoid going to a doctor because maybe they, they don't exactly like the, the needle. Um, so we tried to do, you know, it's something we, we did away with with this kit. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing that I, I think about is that I personally, respect is really important to me. Um, I, you know, I, I just feel like so many people get disrespected when they go to a doctor's office, maybe not intentionally, but you know, it's like drive across town, sit there, get there on time wait an hour to see someone and then because they're in a hurry, it's not necessarily their fault, but because they're in a hurry, they, you have a list of questions. They don't have time to get through all of them. And uh, really what they're telling you the whole time is you're not that important. And, right. and people don't love that, you know, and uh, I personally was really frustrated by that process too. So really the overall arching mission for people is I want to make not us, the company, at Upgrade Formulas the Hero, I want to make them the hero of their own health so that they can take back the power of at least understanding where they're at globally in their health. Um, and you, you'll see, I'm saying that because you'll see when we talk about these levels, we're not just talking about minerals which drive everything in the body. We're talking about thyroid expression, adrenal expression, uh, and what those, how, you know, basically how you're, all, everything you're doing from a health perspective, whether it's um, how much you're working, what you're eating, how much you're lifting, uh, all of this kind of combines into a picture that we can read through your health or through your hair. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's really impactful. So. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming like a hair sample is going to be a much, you know, better indicator of like your health over a longer period of time than like a like a like a blood test or something which can change very rapidly like you can i mean you can change your cholesterol numbers just based off the food you eat the night before you get a blood test um whereas i mean again i don't know for sure but i'm assuming with a hair yeah. sample it's kind of going over a longer period of time no you're absolutely right you're absolutely right uh the and that's really the reason why we do it because with blood you're you'd be diagnosing someone off of a snapshot Mm -hmm. uh, with, with hair, you're looking at the last six to eight weeks of data. Uh, for some people, it's a little less because their hair grows faster. So we have some people that test and retest every, every month. And that's, that's really on the extreme side of things for sure. But, uh, yeah, if you're coming up for, uh, you know, a competition or something, it's really key. Or if you have some extreme health challenge, it's really key, uh, just to check in and see where you're at. And instead of do what, you know, a lot of people, what they're doing, whether they realize it or not, is they're guessing with their health. They're using their mm -hmm. intuition. They're using things that they know to be true generally. And what we're doing is, you know, this is not my opinion. This is what's going on factually in the body. So, yeah, absolutely. And I'm assuming also that there's so many, like with the blood testing, there's so many, uh, you know, markers and parameters that are, you know, quote unquote, in the the proper window, but a lot of those are based off of, um, you know, a downward trending health, uh, total health overall. So it's not really even a good parameter to try and be in. Exactly. Yeah. Those are typically pulled from diseased populations. 
<laughs> unfortunately. Uh, I think that's what you're alluding to there, you know, which is like not what, oh, hey, you're in the middle of the range, so you're, you're about average when it comes to, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not what we want to judge off of, right? So, Not at all. So cool deal, man. You want to just dive into, I've got the test pulled up here, and I'll have to just include, this might be a little hard for people listening, um, but I'll just include like these test uh, numbers in the show notes or something. Um, sure. But sure. yeah, I guess just as best you can kind of, you know, portray an audio version what people could expect to see from these numbers and what these numbers mean. Absolutely. So when you look at your test, um, what you see is you see that we're testing 15 different nutritional elements, things like calcium, copper, chromium, zinc, magnesium, sodium, potassium, you know, so on and so forth. We're also looking at additional elements that are pretty rare, like lithium or germanium, uh, that have an impact, though less than uh, these, these primary. And then we're also looking at eight toxic elements, things like mercury and aluminum, uh, arsenic, etc. So, because those will have an antagonistic relationship. What does that mean? Antagonistic means it interferes with, with these uh, important things, you know, and all the... Uh, the processes that, for example, magnesium or zinc contribute to. So, yeah, to jump right in, what we normally start off with, just to give people a, a format, is uh, they, you know, I ask a few questions, and those are, what are your top three goals? Are you on current medications? Which, you know, publicly, you don't have to answer that or anything. Um, current diet, sleep habits, uh, things like that, right? So if anything jumps out there like, hey, yeah, I'm sleeping three hours a night. I can't, you know, I have extreme insomnia. Certainly let me know. Um, the current diet, I think I have a pretty good feel for that. Um, I think recently you were eating, are you still doing the 6,000 calorie a day or has that, has that ended? No, I'm doing about 4,000 calories a day now. Obviously, ketogenic macros, higher fat intake, um, just in a caloric surplus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, certainly. Well, great. We'll we'll jump right in. What the eighty twenty of this of this analysis, Robert, is is really the seven significant ratios. What those are, are things like calcium to phosphorus, zinc to copper, sodium to magnesium. So what we'll do for the purposes of this, just to give people a good overview without talking about everything, which could be hours and hours. Uh, I'll run through what those are, and then we'll talk about what they represent. Sounds How's great that? to me. Okay. Awesome. So first off, we have calcium to phosphorus, and this really represents, so calcium, um, calcium to phosphorus represents parasympathetic and your, well, calcium specifically is parasympathetic nervous system. Your phosphorus is more on the, um, on the sympathetic side, right? So based on your number right here, you know, 2.6 is an ideal number. And you're right at that, uh, which makes sense because of the macros that you're eating, right? Because what this really shows is it's a function of your or demonstration of your metabolism. So you're you're nice. You're in a nice range right there. Uh, so there's a couple other areas we'll we'll focus on, but just for people listening to that kind of clam up when they think about testing, you know, if it's always there's always um, I guess good news too. Robert's going to make it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to uh, live. There's going to be more, key, you know, more podcasts to come. So, 
but you know, some people get this kind of um, underlying fear, I think, associated with testing. I really just wanted to calm people uh, when they think about that and, and help them remember that, I know you're good at this, but help them remember generally that if there was nothing to optimize, there would be no, no reason to test, right? Right, right. And then lastly, of course, by optimizing, we, we do things like prevent or certainly put, push off um, disease states and early aging. So, yeah, it, it's, it's really health from the inside out. And this is really the largest lever, largest la uh, area of, of leverage you can get in your health. And that's the reason why I focus on minerals and not vitamins. Mm -hmm. um, for example, or, you know, any number of other things that we can change any other, any other levers we can turn. So, so yeah, uh, moving on your sodium to potassium. All right. So this one is uh, a little bit low. So what this is uh, representing is its expression of your adrenal glands and your kidneys. So the suggestion here, um, you know, I know you're, you're still consuming, you know, quite a bit of, of food every day. So it's, it's natural to have a bit of a burden on the kidneys. And mm -hmm. with this ratio being the way it is, uh, it, it does suggest a burden on the kidneys potentially. Um, and that, that can be seen through uh, high amounts of protein. Again, you know, knowing consciously what you're doing. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it's a, a huge problem right now. You're still, you're not off the charts high or anything, but you know, you're in that elevated range. Um, but you know, you, you know what you're doing. You have a, a you know, a, a goal kind of midterm for that. Um, but I, I would say, you know, it's something you want to continue to, to keep in mind, certainly. And, and that's, uh, it's like the sodium for me, I scored 56. Um, and then the, the ideal range is, is what they're right, right around the, looks like 36. Yeah. So it, it's right in there. What, what we really want to, what's even more important than these elements individually, say sodium to potassium, you know, you're elevated in both of those, for example. And that's really the, the only elevation that you have across the board. Um, uh, the, with those, what you want to look at is you want to look at them in relation to calcium, um, and magnesium. So, and uh, yeah, so what what we'll do is we'll we'll cut through some of these other uh, ratios, and I think everyone will have a really good feel for it. But, but yeah, that's gotcha. that, that's what most people, and certainly some people that give results on this test, they'll just ignore the ratios, which are actually more important than the individual minerals themselves, and they'll just tell you, "Hey, you're low in this thing," and by the way, you're high in this thing, and you're like, "Yeah, thanks, I can see that." But what does it mean? <laughs> you know, so that's so if, um, if I've got a uh -huh. if I've got an elevated sodium potassium ratio, would that suggest that I need to decrease any sodium and potassium supplementation, or what can I concur from there? Yeah, so that's a that that's where we're heading next, and and that's a good question. Really, what I would say is that if you spend more time sweating, uh, so infrared sauna, you're going to you're going to move some of that and then looking holistically at, at what we're seeing visually from this chart, you do have a little bit of mercury and you have some aluminum. So something mm -hmm. keeping this in mind and understanding that, what I would suggest is infrared sauna to be able to 
penetrate those three levels of tissue and uh, chelate those heavy metals. And in the process, sweat, you're sweating more and you're bringing down both sodium and potassium. Um, so gotcha. sometimes, yeah, sometimes when we see elevated levels like this, it's, it's really just because the kidneys are, are working hard and they're retaining potassium and sodium. Uh, so yeah, yeah. And that's, that, that could be, um, you know, switching off of, you know, eating 6,000 calories a day, every day for a continued period. And, and now, now you're reduced, but, uh, you know, still consuming a lot. So, um, it's really just sense. a retention. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. So let's see. All right. So number three, calcium to potassium. So right there, calcium to uh, potassium, you're a little bit low here uh, at 0.77. The ideal is uh, 4.20. What does that mean? Well, calcium to potassium, that shows you the uh, thyroid expression that you have and also adrenal activity. In your case, uh, you have elevation of thyroid expression and adrenal activity. So you have good energy, but we want to make sure that we sustain that. Uh, so <clears throat> one other ratio we'll look at really quick is calcium to magnesium. So what that shows is basically that ratio of calcium to magnesium is regulated by your parathyroid to thyroid balance. And what being high in, in that ratio, which you are, um, you have parathyroid dominance. So one way we can shift that, two ways actually. One, we can supplement iodine. The other, even more directly, we supplement magnesium. Um, so that ties in with calming that thyroid uh, expression that we see in calcium to potassium and also your adrenal activity. If some people are like, wow, I get to hit pause on this. Just know that what we're doing is this is not something basically I'm teaching Robert how to give an analysis right now and understand his own. And no one has to do that. That's that's what our consultations are for. <laughs> so I just wanted to pause for a second. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> how are we doing so far, though? <laughs> yeah. No, we're good, it's, man. I'm it's following a lot along. of new info. Great. Okay. Okay, great. All right. So moving on to our zinc and copper ratio. Now, zinc and copper, what is your ratio, by the way? Very good on this. Um, so zinc to copper, that's related to your SOD pathways. So SOD, that's, you know, you probably know this, but, you know, for your, anyone listening, that's superoxide uh, dismutase. And what that really represents is um, thyroid pathways in the body. It also represents virus uh, and bacterial infections, either current, chronic, or past. Um, and then elevation of progesterone or testosterone in this case uh, is, is kind of a dominance right there. So you can see a lot by just looking at a ratio. Now, when you look at the chart yourself, all you see is zinc slash copper, a number 8.46, and that it's within the acceptable range. It doesn't really tell you what's going on. Again, I'm just kind of giving you guys background, right? Uh, to show you all the different things between the numbers that exist. So pretty cool, right? Pretty fascinating. No, I like I like this for sure. Where do you see the 8.46? Yeah, 8.46. So really your, your ideal because 8 is uh, it's a fairly large range for this one. And you're, you know, you're sitting at, uh, you know, 
basically perfect. And on that again, one. for anybody listening, I'm, I'm going to put this this slide in the uh, show notes. So you might want to have that slide up <laughs> as you're listening to this, or you might get a little confused. Yeah, certainly, certainly. Yeah, we're we're looking at uh, the seven significant ratios on page two. If uh, you've either done a hair test with us or you plan on doing one, uh, what a lot of people do is they'll do a test. They'll order two tests at a time, two consultations at a time. They will, just to get a baseline, they'll test. They'll go through the consult uh, when the results come in. They'll supplement what they need to supplement. Uh, they'll stop doing anything they need to stop doing. And then seven weeks later, uh, after doing that first test, they'll send their results in for a second time and do that second consultation when those results come in. And then now they should be, um, you know, if they follow the instructions, they should be in a, a much different place, healthier, happier, more energy, better sleep, you know, you name it. So, yeah. Um, I, like it. I like it. Anyway. Yep. Yep. So what else? All right. What else is important? What else sticks out? So we have the sodium to magnesium ratio. So what, what this really shows us in this particular case is that your adrenals are working a bit harder than uh, we would like to like them to work long term, at least. Uh, so what do we do? Well, we want to support them and also calm them with magnesium. Magnesium is a sedi you know, sedative uh, mineral, sedative mineral. And what that'll do is, you know, anytime you're, you're really, you know, pushing the go button, in life, uh, in work, in relationship, you just your response to stress will be able to be more measured. You know, we've all had days, months, maybe years where we were more reactive to stress. And then other times when we were better balanced in our health, where we were less reactive. Um, and we felt like we had that choice to choose that space between uh, stimulus and response, right? So. Is there any particular type of uh, magnesium that you would recommend? I know there's several different varieties. Is there like a particular one that absorbs better? Certainly, certainly. So that is, that's really the heart of, of what we do as, as a company. So upgraded magnesium is a magnesium chloride that's gone through a process to be absorbed instantly in the body. Um, what that means is, now granted we have capsules where you pull them apart and you know, you travel with them, but uh, and it's easier to travel with than our liquid product, which is out of stock right now anyway. But the, the capsules are really neat because, you know, you can put them in a bag and they travel easily and just pull them apart if you uh, don't like swallowing a capsule. So what that means is, you know, people talk about theorinate and they go, oh, well, you know, it crosses the blood-brain barrier. Well, ours gets into blood cells. All of our products are small enough to get into your mitochondria of your blood cells without being digested. Um, and we're seeing that technology in other areas. It's a little bit different uh, than what I developed, but uh, liposomal for fat-soluble things uh, is, is really interesting as well. So really, I, we're on the, the edge of you know, nanoscience uh, as it applies to nutrition and medicine. So this is uh, the, really the, the way to go. A great, can I tell you a story for a moment that I just heard yesterday on this? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I just did a Facebook Live with, um, with Lindsay Matthews. She's a, a trainer, and she's been on, in her own words, uh, sleeping meds 
for the last 20 years. She's been taking magnesium for the last five years or so. And, you know, she wasn't able to ever get off her sleeping meds. In one to two months of taking upgraded magnesium, again, in her words, you can check out the live. I shared it on my personal page. Um, in her own words, she, she hasn't taken sleeping meds in a while now. She's been able to get off of them completely. She's felt like she didn't need them. And that was just due to that one product. So it shows you the, the essential nature of, especially of magnesium. So, yeah. And then that thing about your, your product, and I haven't used it extensively. I just had a little sample of it that you gave me at KetoCon there, but you don't have to, it doesn't require that much quantity because it absorbs much easier. So you don't get the GI stress that comes with, you know, a huge bolus of magnesium or sodium, potassium, like you would with a lot of other things, because since it's absorbed, you know, basically 100% of it, you don't have to take in there as much. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's something that people look at and they go, oh, well, you know, why doesn't it have more? It's like, believe me, you don't need more because this might be the only product you're taking. And then that just allows you to throw out the balance of other minerals in your body so much easier. So we could have given you more and that wouldn't have been a big deal for us to do, but <laughs> really everything as we're seeing with these ratios, right, Robert, is that it's the ratio. It's not just, uh, let's just take a, a, a heck of a lot of something, right? So, right. um, yeah, yeah, certainly. That's, that's, that's another great point to mention. All right. What else? Um, all right. So we talked about calcium and magnesium. Um, and then now last, lastly, we have, uh, iron to copper. So with that, we're, what we're looking at is thyroid function, uh, neurological function and cellular respiration. Really good news there. Your iron to copper ratio looks looks really good. Ideal is 0.9. You're at 0.77. So, you know, pretty much exactly where you want to be. Uh, yeah. So, before we move on, any thoughts or questions? Uh, no, that that all makes pretty good sense there. So the the main red flag it looks like is my uh, sodium to magnesium is considerably elevated, which probably is a result of um, the caloric surplus and just the stressors I'm, I'm putting on my body, but I think that would probably be equalize out once I'm in more of a maintenance or even a slight deficit probably, I would assume so anyways. Yeah, I, I would think so. I think your, your kidneys are, are just uh, in some cases getting a little backlog, so they're retaining a little bit. Uh, but yeah, you, you can certainly drop your sodium intake, and that is something I would I'd recommend because as you do that, and as you supplement magnesium, those two work together to bring that ratio down. So now your body's just operating with less stress, uh, which is great. So, I do have a quick question for you. Uh huh. Uh huh. There's um, so basically what I've found is you you can kind of reset your body's homeostatic point or e you know equilibrium point with regard to you know, the sodium and potassium, there may be a little bit of a lag effect. It may take a little while for your, uh, you know, that equilibrium to reset at a higher level. But is there like a recommended intake of sodium or potassium that you kind of have as a baseline for people, especially on the ketogenic diet where they're needing to supplement that more than a standard diet? That's a, that's a really great question. I could throw out a, a rule of thumb. Um, what I, what I really like to do though is, is, and I, and I, I will, I'll throw out a rule of thumb. 
what I want to say first, though, before people latch on to the number, is um, if you're testing and not guessing, then you'll know exactly if you're high in sodium already, and then I wouldn't, then my recommendation would change for you, right? And and that would be very, you know, very obvious, very intuitive, and you, and you'd go, oh, okay, well, great. Like in this case with you, I think you, it's very safe that for the next month, you can cut your sodium intake by half, and and you'll be in a good place. In fact, you'll improve the place you're in, uh, in your health, uh, for a number of different reasons. But yeah, um, I, you know, it's it's difficult to to give a RDA. I would say. Just from a mount, just because it's probably help more helpful. Uh, I, you know, a half teaspoon in the morning is probably good, and you can light lightly salt your water throughout the rest of the day. You can put in some upgraded potassium into the water and put that in a water bottle. Bring it to the gym, bring it to work, bring it on the bike, whatever. Um, you can put in some upgraded magnesium in there because those three are synergistic. So that's what I do daily. Um, and so I'll use upgrade magnesium, upgrade potassium, upgrade, and then just sea salt, uh, either Celtic or pink salt. And yeah, really that that balances so many different things throughout the body. It's it's pretty amazing, especially when you're you're fasting uh, for a prolonged period. It's really essential. Have you read the Salt Fix by chance? I haven't. I haven't. I haven't either, so I feel like I like I probably should read that before I even ask this. But I know a lot of people that have read it and recommended it, and he recommends you know a, a just a obscene amount of sodium, um, and I don't know the mechanistic properties of what's happening with just a huge load in sodium. So I again probably need to read this before I start diving too deeply into it. But I uh, sure. I'm curious because some people have done like just super high doses of sodium. And like once their body equalizes, they 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 tend to notice uh, some benefit. But I don't know. Like I mean, I'm talking north of you know eight grams of sodium a day, and I don't know if that's necessary. But again, I guess you'd have to test that to really know how it's affecting all the other ratios. Yeah, certainly, uh, I'd be remiss if I uh, suggested that to to anyone without knowing first where they are. And then if they wanted to do a, a large dose, which I, I wouldn't ever recommend a dose that high unless they're doing ultra marathon. And then they're also supplementing a lot of magnesium, a lot of potassium, and they're mindful of their calcium, you know, uh, and, and other, among other things. Um, and what their pre preexisting conditions are, I think, you know, a, a number of different things. Um, I, I mean, yeah, that, that'd be difficult. I think something around 1,500 milligrams is a pretty safe ratio for or percentage for just about everyone. Uh, you could mm -hmm. go a little more than that. Um, but, you know, some people go, okay, great. What's 1,500 milligrams? And I go, well, you know, uh, you can measure it out on a teaspoon. And uh, what is, you know, what, 2,000, 2,200, I think, is one teaspoon, if I remember correctly. Yes, yeah, that's about I think quarter teaspoon of pink salt is about five hundred milligrams of sodium. So yeah, yeah, about two thousand. Exactly. About two thousand, right? So, but you know, for most people, they're they're just going to be measuring something, so they're thinking, all right, so but what does that really mean? Um, yeah, so test and and see what your body needs, and and understand what your de what demands you're going to plan to be putting on the body, and then go from there. 
or you can just guess and you know leave it leave it up to the to the gods as they say <laughs> uh, yeah. i don't recommend it though <laughs> so yeah uh, yeah but, but it's just more intelligent to to really have a, a good feel and use your intuition for something else you know um but it's a totally. good question because I, a lot of it's a great question a lot of people really would be asking and thinking the same thing so uh the the problem the main thing i want to point out there too is that if you just pound a bunch of sodium you're going to push out other things um the body will will take that and go oh well i guess you need less you know fill in the blank potassium magnesium calcium so yeah, uh, then you, and let's say you're already low in some of these things. Now you're pushing them out even further. So, right. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's definitely, I mean, people in the keto space love their salt, and I love my salt. And salt is, you know, critical by all means. But Certainly. I feel like there's just been this shift where, like, salt is like the only thing that's highlighted, and that's pretty much all the people give any thought to. So they'll be slamming down a bunch of salt, but it's like, okay, there's other factors in place here besides just the sodium. Exactly. Yeah, certainly, certainly. Um, so one, one thing we'll talk about too is trace minerals. Um, for your particular profile here, since on an individual level, you're a little bit low on magnesium, uh, your chromium looks pretty good. It could be a little higher. Uh, your zinc's pretty good. It could be a little higher. I recommend our upgraded sugar support. A bottle of that, uh, which also has the nanoized trace minerals in it as well. So I know people, I thought of that just now because you're, you know, people will say, well, you know, salt will have some trace minerals. That's great. It does. Uh, it doesn't mean that you should overconsume it though. So, right. um, and, and, and I'm not saying that, that you're suggesting that, but it is a trend that I've noticed as well, too. And, you know, it's, it's really easy for us to, to hone in as people and just go, oh, well, this is kind of the current holy grail. Let's do a lot of that. And, uh, yeah, what, we, what we're really offering here is, is just a lens that is holistic. Uh, so you're seeing the, everything that's going on, really. Um, yeah, yeah. The uh, the other thing I wanted to point out on a individual level is uh, your vanadium is pretty good. It could be a touch higher. Um, so I would, after you finish the the bottle of upgraded uh, sugar support, which I'll send you, uh, upgraded glucose support has some vanadium in it, which you know all of these between all the the constituents of both of those products. Vanadium, zinc, chromium, manganese, trace minerals, they all support your blood sugar uh, and how your body, um, basically the relationship between insulin and blood sugar, right? As you probably know. Uh, so you're already in a really good place, Robert, and we're just, just going to optimize that a touch more. So, yeah, one bottle of each should be fine between now and then the next test. So I noticed that my boron is like non existent. Is that? Just because that test doesn't oh. test for boron, or exactly, that's that was a, a great guess. Yeah, so boron is a, a false positive for a lot of people. So we can test for it. It's just a special case test that we do. Um, it's you know it's good though. It's it's linked to intelligence and hormone balance, right? So um, it's something that you do want. Uh, since both your calcium, magnesium, and boron are low. Uh, we're getting to the recommendation section, so uh, uh, one to two bottles of the upgraded uh, bone strong is what it's called. It has those three things in it. <clears throat> that would be 
ideal because uh, we, we do want to raise all three of those levels. So what we've done is we've basically designed products for the most common problems that we see when we look at results. Do you notice like a like in all the testing you've done, do you notice like a, a general trend line that you see? Like most people, like a 90 percentile, uh, you know, is trending in a deficiency with X, Y, or Z. Like is there just a common, uh, you know, trend you're seeing? Yeah, certainly. That's a really good question. So magnesium, potassium, zinc are three things that most people are low in uh, or they need balancing in, even if they're maybe they're uh, a little bit elevated, but overall as a whole, they it has a balancing effect. So uh, a safe bet, uh, our upgrade magnesium, that's a great place to start. Again, liquids not in stock right now, but if someone has to have it now, capsules are a great way to go. Uh, what else? Um, yeah, selenium people are usually pretty good on, uh, and then calcium people are usually either high in or, you know, good in. So I almost never recommend that someone supplements calcium. Uh, in this case, I would recommend that each night you rotate between, so night one, upgrade magnesium, night two, upgrade bone strong because it has some calcium and just over the course of the next six to eight weeks, you'll run through both of those and you'll be in a really good spot from a ratio standpoint. Why do you, why do you typically recommend not to supplement calcium? Most people just have a surplus of it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, it's really easy to get calcium from food typically. Um, mm -hmm. but you know, with your dietary constraints, I'm, I'm sure that you're, you're not eating a ton of calcium anyway. Um, you know, compared to at least the standard American diet <laughs> or sad for short. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, yeah. so yeah, so those, those are some thoughts there. Um, yeah, other things, really the results that you'd be looking for from from taking these recommendations or sugar cravings going down, they're already probably pretty good for you. Um, just incessant thoughts of food going down, focus increasing, and then having more calm ability to focus without distraction for even longer. Um, that is something that um, really, I think everyone wants. Uh, your metabolism should go up a bump or two as well, even though it's in a really ideal spot. Uh, you know, so a little extra fat burning, something almost no one complains about. <laughs> yeah. So how does this test for the, like it shows here that my metabolic type is fast one. Like how does it, uh, you know, compute that? So that's computed, uh, that's using just hundreds and hundreds of thousands of test results at this point. Uh, and that's using different ratios like calcium to phosphorus, sodium gotcha. to magnesium things like that so it's a it's an algorithmic output yeah makes yeah, sense so you're in a really you're in a good place there yeah yeah so yeah. i'm looking at my toxic elements and my mercury is 0 0.07 so the reference range is anything below 0.18 is good however my aluminum is off the charts i'm at 12.3 and you're supposed to be below 1.8 yeah. um yeah so so is there any reason that I have such high aluminum that, that you can think of? <laughs> yeah, there, there's a potential false positive. So you mentioned you used uh, underarm as a sample. So for those people out there listening, they go, man, this sounds awesome, but 
I, you know, I, I shave my head or whatever. You, know, you can take care um, from any place in the body and really what you want to do is cut it as close to the skin as possible. So in this case, having high aluminum, that can often be, especially with underarm, due to contamination with deodorant. So even if you washed really well, some deodorants, uh, many, in fact, have a aluminum uh, stabilizer in them. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. I just switched to a non-aluminum containing deodorant, but that may have been pre-test, so that would make sense for sure. That may have been post-test, rather, so that, that would make sense. Certainly. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what a lot of people do. Um, you know, really what we see is when you change up your household cleaning products and your personal care products, think sunscreen, lotions, things like that, uh, you, you start to eliminate a lot of these things. Uh, and please do that because those things go down the drain. They end up in our water system. Sure that some of it gets separated out, but most of it doesn't. But then other people that are trying to do the right thing health-wise end up drinking it. Um, at least mm -hmm. some of the time, you know, public public water access, for example, at gyms. So maybe you have an RO system with all sorts of stuff at, at home, but, you know, when you go to the gym, you don't have it. So these, these things are getting in our water system. So, yeah, you know, for example, yeah, you have some rubidium, some bismuth, uh, some barium, uh, and a lot of people do, titanium, zirconium, and those are really from clean products, personal care products, you know, sunscreens, lotion, things like that. So, and that could have been things that you stopped a long time ago that are just lingering and they will chelate out of the body and move out of the body more and more as you uh, remineralize the body uh, in the in a format that it needs. So that's one thing. The other thing is, is you can do a push catch system um, and you can, you can look at any heavy metals that you are showing for and say, well, just in case, let's say I am a high in it, in aluminum, mercury, let me do at least a level one sort of detox for 30 to 90 days. And something like that would be celery juice and bitters to increase that, that bile flow. Uh, and uh, just something like bentonite clay, activated charcoal, and then a transporter like psyllium husk. Um, and if you want to have all that lubricate pretty well, MCT oil is fine. And uh, that will both produce and, and catch it. So push and catch, basically. And uh, yeah, if you do that once a day, not around any food, yeah, things will, will be really good. Again, infrared sauna is uh, another thing to be doing. So yeah, I know it's a lot of info, but I uh, hope that was helpful for people. Yeah, no, for sure. You mentioned. Um... Like chelated. So can you kind of dive into like if a lot of people are looking for, um, you know, electrolytes just over the counter and they see, you know, chelated, non-chelated, can you kind of flesh that out what that means exactly and why you would want to go one way or the other? Yeah, certainly. Well, I'll just say that uh, chelated, I, I was talking about chelation therapy uh, as it relates to heavy metals, but that's a great question as well. And what that means is there's amino acid attached to it. And that means that it has to go through the digestive system. Um, really, that's something you don't want. So our magnesium, for example, all of our products, but our magnesium doesn't cause uh, digestive distress, doesn't cause um, loose bowels, for example, because you absorb it cellularly completely. 
Uh, and that's, that's really cool. It also means that you need less of it. Uh, and then from an electrolyte standpoint, yeah, the stuff on the shelf, um, it, it doesn't absorb well enough. If it did, I wouldn't have done all the last five years plus of work that we've done yeah, yeah. upgraded <laughs> because I, what I, I didn't finish telling that story, but you know, the first test I ever did, I know we talked about this, uh, KetoCon, but to, to reiterate for people, it, it was really interesting and really upsetting that when I did that first hair test, I saw I was deficient in things I was taking large doses of. Those are things like magnesium, potassium, so on and so forth. So it was, and I'd been taking it for a while. So a year and a half plus before you would think, if anything, I'd be high in it, but not the case. And what did those symptoms for me were debilitating, lose your job level, brain fog, you know, where your brain is really just shrouded in, in brain fog and it's difficult to think and focus. And, you know, for me going through chemical engineering, my, I had a very black and white thing. My, my brain worked really well. And then at some point I was out of electrolytes. I'd been, you know, a wrestler in high school at a really high level. Um, and, you know, could have wrestled in college type thing. So I sweated just like you, I'm sure. And a lot of people listening, we've, a lot of people listening have pushed their bodies so hard for so long that they're just chronically depleted. And they see that the first time they, they take a test. And that's a great thing to see. It's so vital because then you can start to take action. Now, the problem for me was, all right, great. I'm low in that, but I'm already taking it. So what gives, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah. Hopefully that, that helps people in their, their lens of, of viewing this and kind of bringing everything together. It's not what you take, you know, it's what you absorb and people more and more are saying that. And I love, I love hearing that because it's so true. As far as taking and absorbing, is there like a specific, uh, you know, recommended time frame for when you should consume these? Or is there like a, it's just like if you can do it consistently, your body becomes saturated to the to the right uh, you know level, and then you basically just like it's not so much a matter of you know pre training before bed. The timing itself doesn't really matter as long as you're taking it consistently on a twenty four hour evolving basis. Basically, I would say that you're right on that. Uh, holistically, I would much rather people not stress about. I want them to just take what they need based on their results and. Uh, that's it's just so much better than going, oh, well, you know, it's it's morning, so I can't take X, Y, or Z. Uh, magnesium, right. for example, is so versatile. Potassium so versatile. Uh, potassium will help your adrenals in the morning, um, but it won't keep you up. So, you know, I take that twice a day during the day, you know, and same with magnesium. Uh, really, you know, in the morning, it can help just it can help your cortisol to burn more smoothly, you know, by just managing that, that stress response really is exactly what it's doing. And then at night, of course, it's going to relax you. It's going to calm you down, going to get you ready to sleep instead of watching another series on Netflix. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, uh, it's really essential because it's, it's a constituent for melatonin. So I never recommend for someone to take a hormone like melatonin because I will eventually start to produce less of it and there will be a dependency. Um, but if you're flying across the world and you want to reset because you just got back from Tokyo, yeah, by all means, reset for a night or two with it, but use it as it should be. You know, use it with, with real intention. 
Uh, and yeah. then on a daily basis, use that mineral that your body has to have that it can't make to make the hormones it needs to make. And that's, that's really the key thing is these minerals drive our hormones, right? They're the building blocks. So our planet is elemental and so are we. So when we optimize our elements in our body by knowing where we stand, then things get better quickly. So, yeah. I really like that approach. I think that's, and you have to go back to the very basic foundation, foundational elements in order to, to build from that. So that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. What about um, water intake? I feel like obviously, you know, hydration level should be in the same conversation as, uh, you know, your electrolytes, your elements, your minerals. So what, uh, like, do you have any general, uh, you know, rules of thumb or guidelines you recommend as far as water consumption and hydration? Yeah, certainly. That's a really good question for people out there, especially if, let's talk about the extreme ends of things. So not enough water. Everyone knows you can be sluggish. You can have, you know, slow mental function, things like that. You can have constipation. Uh, and generally, and generally, your body just won't work well. On the other end of the spectrum, you're drinking so much water that you're really pulling out your electrolytes and and other among other constituents. Uh, so, what's too much, what's not enough, is is really dictated by how how much sun and how much you're sweating. Um, so, how much you're sweating every day. And your, your size as a person, do you weigh 400 pounds? Do you weigh 90 pounds? Um, so figuring out that is a bit of uh, certainly personal optimization that it takes. But I think everyone's safe in drinking you know, 64 ounces of water. And then if you're really doing a lot, yeah, you can drink, you know, 100, you can drink you know, over 100 ounces of water. But um, a rule of thumb, I, th I think if you're getting your minerals, it, you know, it, it changes, but let's say people are doing this protocol and, and that's what we're basing it off of. I would say, take your, your weight. So I weigh 200 pounds, divide that by two hundred ounces of water. I probably, water won't be the factor that, that is so off in my health, uh, that I need to change unless I'm, you know, doing a, a marathon in, you know, the Sahara desert. My water intake is obviously different, but I generally, I think it's a great question. And that's, that's my take. What's, what's your take on it? I mean, again, it kind of depends on like training styles. One, like me personally, I trained in a warehouse gym without any air conditioner and I'm in Arkansas, so it's incredibly humid here. So I'll literally have like just puddles of sweat on the floor around me. So I'll easily drink over a gallon of water a day. Um, and I'll still be dehydrated sometimes, even with that water intake. So I mean, my I kind of I strive for about a gallon a day, and then I just try to make sure that I'm I've got clear urine as opposed to just dark yellow. That way, I, I know that I'm not dehydrated. But I can I'm pretty in tune my body now to the point where if I start to feel tired, it's it's easy to like assume that you need some caffeine. But my first go to is like just slam a bunch of water. Like if I'm starting to drag, I'll make I'll force myself to drink a big glass of water before I ever reach for any kind of stimulant. That's a great rule of thumb. Yeah, I really love that. And you're absolutely right. You know, you're someone that's obviously pushing very hard. So your requirements are different, especially because it's humid, you know, um, you know, I'm, I'm here in Texas and in Austin and, you know, it's, it's very similar too. So if I'm 
in that same sort of environment, I'm going to be drinking over a gallon of water too. And I think most people, also some people just generally sweat a heck of a lot more than others. I'm, I'm a sweater. Mm -hmm. I, I walk from my car to a restaurant at lunch in, in Austin in, in the summer and I'm sweating. <laughs> some people, you know, uh, have a different detox pathways too. So that's another thing. So um, if you, once you can start to combine, uh, you know, self-practice, genetics, hair test results, uh, and all of this and get a real holistic picture. It's, it's really great. But as far as actionable things, um, this is, this has always been the lens for me that I've seen move the needle for people, including myself. So, yeah. No, I, I like it, man. I'm all about the data. So having this information is, is interesting for sure. Where, where can people, uh, you know, interested go to, to do the same test? Yeah, certainly. So upgraded formulas, um, that's upgraded with an ED and formulas with an S. Um, yeah, upgradeformulas.com. That will, you can click on hair test kit at the top and you can pick up a consultation and a test. And that's really what I, I ran Robert through was a 45 minute version of that. And then we explained more and we talked more and but what we go over is your goals and your sleep habits and your current diet and what you're struggling with, where you want to go. And really in 45 minutes, we give you a personalized look at, um, at your health that will kind of forever stick with you. Uh, 10 years from now, you'll look at, you'll look at your health differently than, than you do before you ever do one of these. So it's, it's really, uh, it's really a valuable gift that we, we're giving people. So. I, uh, I really believe in it and it's just, it's been such a difference maker in my life, uh, from an energy standpoint, from a focus standpoint, you know, people will lean toward nootropics often for, or stimulants, like you said, when often what they really need is just to balance the things that need to be balanced. Totally. Totally. And it's, it's good to test this, uh, like with the hair samples, you know, generally speaking, like on a by monthly basis or so that way you're getting fresh information each time um yeah what i would say is you know your hair grows new hair growth is every as early as four weeks but for most people six to eight weeks so if someone's really obsessive they could do it and they have the budget for it they could do it once per month uh, a lot of people do it two to three times a month i'm sorry uh every two to three months so mm -hmm. yeah that's and then we have some people that are more, you know, they just want to check in and make sure they're not screwing up. They do it once every six months. Um, and then for general population that really don't even care about their health, they can do it once a year. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. and, you know, kind of think of it like a physical or in addition to. Yeah. I like so. it. I'm, I'm keen to, to track this throughout the course of my next competition prep. I feel like, you know, with so many variables changing during the prep, It'd be really interesting to track the data and see how my ratios are adjusting and, and changing over that course of, you know, four to six months. Yeah, certainly. And what it what really people have to keep in mind is that, you know, just remember why you're testing in the first place. You know, you want to get better. You want to improve. Um, never, you know, it's never stress about your test results. You know, just do it. It's just like life philosophy. Do what you can standing where you are, you know, with the tools you have at your disposal. But um, knowing where you stand is, you know, is really essential. So. Absolutely.
Absolutely. Well, I certainly do appreciate it, man. This this has been really good for me and hopefully good for the listeners too. I'll definitely uh, you know, include that that diagram so people can go to the, the website and see what this test result looks like from an illustrative standpoint. Um then kind of know what to expect. But I mean this is this is solid information to have and I definitely appreciate you taking the time to walk me through it. Absolutely. And I, I just want to acknowledge you because it takes a courage, you know, being a you know, a, a pro in the health space um, with, you know, with a lot of people that you're impacting, you know, it takes some courage to be able to say, hey, look, I'm, you know, let's go over my results. And, you know, you and I, we didn't talk about these before. So, uh, but I just assured you, hey, you know, there's always going to be something to optimize. And, um, you know, I think this was really essential for people to hear. I certainly wish I had heard it sooner than I had heard it. So, if I can just, uh, help if we can help people just kind of reduce some suffering that they would inevitably go through um at some point <laughs> then that's uh that's a huge huge thing and that, that makes me very uh very fulfilled that's awesome man that's awesome and you said the the website was upgradedformulas.com that's right yeah you can find everything you need to know from uh products to, to tests to consultations uh, blog articles. Um, there's if you drop in your email, there's a uh, a great PDF uh, that I put together for people on mineral deficiency and specifically what each mineral does, uh, and some hidden things that you may not know it does. Each one does, so uh, that's pretty cool and it's free. Very cool. Well, I'll certainly link out to that. People can find out more information. I think this is very important. So again, thank you for taking the time to to talk with me and. Let's definitely keep in touch because I'll probably do another one of these tests, um, you know, as I'm going through a prep for sure. Absolutely. Happy to do it. Good talking with you. Thank you, sir. Take care.